and welcome to Business 300. My name is Philip Kulenshoff and this is 300 Seconds About Business. We're all a busy people, so I have five minutes or less to get my point across. Alrighty, we took an unplanned Christmas break, but now we're back. Off we go. I've talked before about the importance of being present in the action. Of course, that will look differently in different contexts, and so I think it's worth expanding on that point a little bit. Smaller business contexts are obviously more intimate. Maybe as the business manager of a small shop or a restaurant owner or a small local grocer, you're mostly on the floor, shoulder to shoulder with your employees. Most of the time, you're working right alongside your crew. You share their daily problems and delights, their concerns and wins. Being present and paying attention doesn't require very much additional effort. It's what you're doing all the time. But there are other contexts that have some built-in divide. Maybe you own a construction company and have multiple crews on different job sites. Or maybe you own a restaurant chain. You can't be with everybody all of the time. Or maybe you have a larger company with multiple tiers of management. You personally don't spend your days working in today's environment, but are focused on improving and leading your company toward the future at a larger scale. Whatever your context, your people still need your presence and your attention. The person who owns the mission and the vision needs to be there enough to have rapport with the team. Now, I do believe the physical presence of the business owner is irreplaceable. But in many contexts, your consistent presence may not be practical. But the more physically removed you are, the more crucial this aspect becomes. What to do? Even though your personal presence is irreplaceable, I think you can still flesh out your vision throughout your organization and perhaps even in a way that is better than having you there all the time. The goal is for somebody who owns and loves the vision and is present with the crew to be the one leading them on a daily basis. This obviously starts with you, but it doesn't have to be you. As the company grows, the owner hires managers and delegates certain responsibilities. So far, so good. The problem arises when ownership of the vision, presence with the team, and authority to make decisions are separated. Owning the vision, being present with the crew, and having the responsibility and authority to lead them, I believe, are inseparable. First, if your manager doesn't own the vision, your organizational leadership will be crutched and ineffective. Your rallying of the people and your call to action will fall on cold and calloused ears. You might be invigorated and excited about the vision, but you are not present consistently enough to build the necessary rapport with each individual. And if the manager makes decisions without owning the vision, those decisions will not be in alignment with where you are trying to lead the company. Second, if the floor manager does own the vision but isn't present with the people, that's just the same problem as you not being present. Sure, the owner of the vision doesn't have to be present every working minute, but at least consistently enough for the vision and mission of your organization to be embodied. We can call the person who believes in and loves what the business is doing an embodied vision. The constant presence of the embodied vision does for your business what no managerial technique can ever accomplish. And third, if the embodied vision is present but isn't allowed to make any decisions, his embodiment serves only as an encouragement to others, not as leadership. Encouragement is good, but for the team to walk towards the vision, they need to be led by the person they can see. If the embodied vision is attentive but can't make decisions, his attention is useless in terms of leading the team. This definitely starts with the owner, who must be the first embodied vision. 
But the owner doesn't have to be the only one. Actually, the more embodied visions there are throughout your organization, the more on-track, like-minded, and I believe successful the organization will be. As your organization grows beyond your capacity, focus on growing more people to live out the vision. It should not be just your vision. It needs to be fleshed out in others. Be a certain kind of person and grow certain kind of people instead of hacking at managerial techniques. The vision needs to be embodied.